Welcome to See Startup Pack, the place to be for all you need to know about consulting. Here in our podcast, you can find about the tools and knowledge you will need to start off your career in consulting. Hello everyone, I am Shalika from 180 Degrees Consulting, Sri Ram College of Commerce, and I have with me my friend and colleague Manvi. We shall be together taking it forward from here. Today we have with us Mr. Rohan who is a passionate footballer with a professional inclination towards research and insight generation graduated in history from St Stephen's College with an active involvement in co-curricular he is currently working as a senior consultant at Grand Thornton one of the leading professional services firms in India we welcome you sir our third episode will focus on the various challenges faced by the consultants in real time and how they deal with the same so let's dive in so so let's begin with the questions the first question we have is what's the one thing you wish you had known when you began your career i think one of the things that i would have loved to know but obviously you gradually know that as you move on is the fact that when you join a firm especially in a consulting space one of the best things that you can do and you should do is building networks you know when you join a firm the first few months usually goes into just building your skills uh, you try to take up as many projects as you can you try to make a good name for yourself from for your immediate manager you try to make friends immediate circle just so that you can work well as a team but i think one of the most important things that i learned moving forward is that you know when you're just new there's a lot of chance to just interact with cross service lines i mean you being in a consulting firm the consulting uh, consulting firms provide a number of different services i mean when you join the firm the best thing that you could do is just try engaging with people who've just joined from different colleges and different services maybe find your forte just by conversation you'll get to know what they're doing because later on as you progress in your career it becomes very difficult to make these connections and not just make but even sustain them because you're busy with your projects as you grow in your career you just get more and more busy and the space for actually building relationship goes away and then you do it as a means for a cause but actually i would just suggest that you build that right from the start i think that's a good way to go about your professional career well that's great and i'm sure it will motivate our listeners as well who are yet to take the first step in their career in consulting All right so moving to the next question what has been your biggest setback and how did you deal with it so talking about setbacks i think the career line as consulting is setbacks are a day to day thing i mean a setback is anything a setback happens anytime things don't go to plan i mean yes you confirm a deadline you confirm a delivery date and most of the times you will meet that but along the path there will be numerous setbacks that you face so it's really difficult to pinpoint on one you know my real interest lies in social sector consulting so i began forming relations towards social sector consulting as i started working with that team working on their projects and everything was needed at the same time working with my current team so you know that led to a lot of efforts cuz you know you work 8 hours in one team but then just because of your passion you're putting efforts towards joining another team as well so april 1st 2020 was my date for transition to this new team and i mean as a college student you know what excitement would be any fest coming you'd be like really excited for that coming any celebrity coming to your college everyone's excited so same i was like really excited to join this new space but then the lockdown happened and then obviously social sector being how it is um, 
the one of the biggest brands was faced by it because all the funding was actually tra- transitioned towards other channels towards covid relief so the transition actually just postponed it kept getting postponed for another 3 months i think that was one of the setbacks that i had because you know i had made a lot of plans regarding that regarding my masters that you know i'll work in that space for a certain while and then i'll go into my further studies but yeah i think that's one of the personal and professional setbacks that i faced thank you so much sir for sharing it and i'm sure it will help a lot of other people who are looking forward to working in the consulting field and also through these unpredictable times i guess this is something that it's unavoidable and everyone has to prepare for it at some point of time Correct. so yes sir so moving on to the third question how to make a good first impression with a potential client this is something that i have thought about a lot i think it changes over time every new client that you come across every different project that you're on there's a different way to approach a client but one of the common ways i think to build a relation and you know in terms of relation building is people i mean when i joined uh, working for for joining my firm even in college i used to feel this uh, sudden this blockage that you know this person is senior to me this person i shouldn't like the normal conversation has to be professional but one of the best ways to actually go about with the conversation especially the fact that you know you speaking to a client but overall that person is a human being that has that person has interests so what i make it a point you know if i'm meeting a potential client i will just check his instagram check her instagram check their past experiences check their interests try to understand you know what they actually like and somehow just bring it into conversation i mean for example if i've had a number of conversation with people from across the country across uh uk across australia on basic things like I, i talk a lot about football with them i talk about things like wwe and masterchef with them but you know it seems really a start of a conversation like that obviously it is but maybe as the only way to make a good impression would try to find those common points find those interest fields it doesn't always have to be really fun it can be something related to college you know that person might have been a alumni of srcc might have been an alum and you can talk about you know how the college has changed over time things like this you know just bring makes them makes them feel more human i would say and that's a good way to make an impression right that actually sounded very impressive and i mean there's no denying the fact that the first impression is the last and listening to you it actually makes more sense now and it highlights the relevance of what exactly first impression the kind of role it plays to ace client relations so yeah that was insightful yeah cuz work wise there are people talking to him every day a ceo or cfo uh, even a manager he's he's like constantly talking about work she's constantly talking about work sometimes you know out of the blue she just get, get hit by a personal some some interest field that just hits them out of the blue obviously you get that through research you've been checking on their social media and stuff i mean that is a little extra work on your end but it just serves that purpose you know they just feel more relaxed and just gets better after that Yeah, right. That makes sense. Moving on to the next question, how do you strike a work work life balance while being a consultant? I think work life balance is one of the biggest deterrents for a number of people before joining this field. I mean, a number of people think that you know there's a lot of problems in this space. You know, there's no work life balance, but I tend to defer. Maybe that's my firm. The way it works, the work culture at Grand Thornton is really good. I mean. No, nine to five is a myth, but 
it's never pulling you it's never pulling me out of my uh, space where you know i have to sacrifice my personal plans for work and i think there are two things to that one it comes from the company that you're joining you got to be really decisive if you place an importance on your work life balance i mean you have to do your research before joining a firm check you know what the people say what how is the work culture like because a number of organizations i know for a fact work life balance no matter how many how much people do from their end they're not able to achieve that and that's fine but from your end there are few steps that you can take i mean for me it's uh, you know i do have i've set my boundaries pretty straight and that's very important to do you know from early on if you like just keep taking work just to make an impression and you know everybody does that and it's totally normal even i've done that but it just becomes something that your senior leadership your managers will get accustomed to if this person ever says no you know work will just keep piling on so saying no is very important but you have to know where is the right time to say no it's not like you, do, you can't just go in there and say no come on you're getting paid for that but you know when somebody is asking you to stretch to make it clear that you know uh, i've got some personal commitments and you know if you are willing to do it you've got to make it clear that you know okay i'll do it but this is clearly asking too much of me that is if you think that is too much of you apart from that a way to strike work life balance is make sure that you include some personal time for yourself during the day when i make it a point and even my team members know that they don't really they know that from the, these won't be there cuz he's busy with his own things i think it comes from your own actions and the way you put yourself across i know for a fact that there's been a time where people thought you know they'll give me anything and i'll do it and i also was like you know i can't say no to them but then over time i got everyone needs to know i think the corporate culture has also changed a lot over the past few years and people get to know that you know this person does have a life mental health has become important so i think that becomes better but from your side you got to make those steps to make your boundary clear right so i'm sure this will inspire like even help a lot of us because even though we are a part of like more than two or three student run organizations in our colleges we are ta- we are trying to manage our level best that we are able to distribute our time well between our personal and our student related commitments and i do agree with the fact that work atmosphere really makes a difference in what efficiency you and the work you do correct that's why it becomes very important to do that check before you step into this field i mean there's so much so much you can, a big brand can get you if the work is really stretching you out if it's leading you fatigued i mean there's no point to it right one should always take up the work he or she actually loves doing correct uh, all right sir so moving on to the next question is life at a top consulting firm as glamorous as it seems and do you get to enjoy the traveling that it brings <laughs> i think glamorous is a uh, very relative some people a glamorous thing would be you know traveling to the metropolitan cities going international on international trips for me my personal uh, motivations has been more towards working on the grassroots levels i've been working i i worked with my uh, with grand thornton not for profit advisory practice so where we actually what we do is this business unit services to not for profit organizations and corporates and helping them with their csr work basically just making sure that the csr investments are put to good cost <coughs> running impact analysis and impact studies so a lot of these trips is what we'll be visiting rural villages so these trips 
glamorous but for me i really love them you get to see how society at a grassroots level operates so yeah it is relative and yeah you get to learn a lot these trips you know work wise there's a different vibe to it yeah you got to go there for work but you know these trips can serve to a lot of your purpose the the conversations you get into with people from different cultures different places so human being so yeah i think these trips that you know people talk so much about people shouldn't just look at it from a work lens but yeah think of personal development thing as well because you learn a lot on these trips for your personal self as a man right so i mean it was insightful to know that the life as a consultant isn't as glamorous as it sounds and i feel it's very important to be well aware of this fact before making such an important decision of starting a career like all of us we are so caught up in that competitive race of achieving the best that we actually you know tend to overlook what the work entails and the kind of challenges that we will have to accept after reaching there like glamour is not the only thing that the work will get along with itself yeah that's what i'm saying but my traveling the the experience that i have not glamorous for me that's what i'm saying for me those things are glamorous so glamorous is relative for me even going to a rural area is as glamorous as traveling international so that's what i was saying that you know it has to, it's your own mindset how much weight you put on something the amount of glamour that you put on something is on you if you really like what you're doing everything is glamorous for you yeah right it is totally up to us as to how we perceive the job and the kind of work that it entails yep correct all right so moving to the next and the last question what was one of the hardest part for you when you started your consulting career what stands out for you as a challenge you remember so as mentioned during the introduction i graduated in history from st stephens so history and a corporate work don't really align if you if i've known to my best i've really found a person in my work unit or any uh other unit as well where somebody is coming from history because what history graduates usually do is just get into a arts field they'll do a uh, they'll go into the profess- they'll become a teacher or they'll go into upsc or something related to the art side but what happened to me was totally different i reached here so it took me a fair share of two months i would say to get used to common financial terms common economic terms obviously my qualitative side was strong i had to build my quantitative side as well and that i think was quite challenging i liked the work you know i i knew that i had the skills i what i did was i needed to polish them so this two months it took it did take me quite some time to just get you great and you know getting those facts uh, getting those terms under my under control and yeah i needed a lot of personal work so yeah i think that was the biggest challenge that i faced personally i'm really sure people from srcc won't face the same challenge for you guys the challenge would be balancing maybe how life in colleges versus post life because college life is fairly different i mean there is a lot of pressure in college as well but then work wise this pressure is every day college i'm pretty sure the pressure moments are like you all can measure it out you all can say you know this test is coming this exam is coming but at work the thing is delivered a week and that's one of the challenge i think people from a background of economics or bcom stepping into consulting will face you know managing their personal life and getting used to a life which needs to pressure every other day but then pressure is how much pressure also depends on you and i'm pretty sure a number of thrive in that pressure and you know work well under that so yeah 
think challenges also was differing different for me in comparison to a number of other people so so now comes the exciting bit of the episode uh, if you don't mind we have devised a fun rapid fire round in which you will have to answer the questions quickly and honestly so shall we begin sure yeah yeah, yeah. i'm looking right. forward to it right so the very first question that we have for you is this or that work from home or office working work from office so you know i'm someone who likes that you know i can work better when i've got people around me you know it keeps me balanced working from home it does give its advantages i can wake up when i want and start working but then i still prefer working from office it's always been better to have people around me all right moving on to the next question if you have to summarize what you do in one word what word would you give in one word what i do yeah your work research all right that digging i mean one word what i if it's two works is inside generation basically what i'm doing is reconciling it and providing it to clients telling him how what he needs to do so i mean yeah in one word is very difficult to answer that and i would say impact as well you know when i'm working with the not for profit advisory unit there's a lot of impact work going on impactful work going on so yeah it's it's difficult one word sorry what's the worst place you visited on a business trip this is hard to answer i think maybe this is village called rajasmand didn't really have network facilities so i think that was the worst but you know it, it's still the work was there it was work was good i enjoyed there there's no worst place i've enjoyed everywhere i think uh like i'm very sure so that looking to your perspective like a lot of us would actually would be prompted to change our perspective about how we look at work because that one thing that i think both me and manvi would have realized after listening to you would be that once you love the job you do and once you love the work you do there's there's no there's nothing you don't like about it or there's nothing you would want to stay set back yeah saying something that's the worst is very difficult to say and especially if the work that you do you like and the the outcome of your work is actually good so then you can't if tomorrow the project is only shit the project sorry if to use that word if the project only went really wrong really bad automatically that place even if it was a five star hotel it becomes the worst place that you work because that project only ended up being bad so yeah it depends that's why i can't say worst all right uh, moving on to the next question Uh, one word to describe your first official interview. I think it was fun for me. I had my interview was scheduled out of the blue. I mean, after college, as I said before, I didn't really have a plan to get into the consulting space. I was more footballer. I wanted to become a footballer, so I was playing in Goa. I came back to Delhi, and suddenly one of the clubs that I was playing for is a part. So he's like, you know. why don't i get you an interview here and that's how i got an interview i didn't really have a proper means of getting into a consulting firm where people usually join placement cells and stuff i just got an interview out of the blue and i joined i just came back from goa it had been two days i was really tanned i was bruised up and you know half the interview just went in the interviewer feeling bad for me they were like you know i you coming from you look you look really out of place and everything and because of that and because of the way they asking you so much about football and you know how I, i and me explaining to them how i landed up here in the first place i think half of the tension just went away there because they were also surprised you know i'm being so casual uh, no i won't say casual but i've been so open about the fact that you know i'm i'm done with football and i'm 
so after the, obviously they had their proper questions it was quite a gruesome interview it was quite grilling but then i just remember this fact that i was like really tanned and i cuts on my cheeks and they were like you know what's this cut what's that cut how did this happen how did that happen i was like explaining what's to them it's quite funny you know these eyes breaking things in interviews actually help i mean this was really one of the case i mean this is a story I, i tell all my friends when i meet them after a while you know everyone asks me like, how did your interview go how was the interview i tell them you know this happened and it genuinely did happen it's not that they didn't ask about work but the start of the interview is only like they must have पॉसिबल Maybe maybe a a joke, not a joke, not but maybe an anecdote from your college life or something. Just make the air a little less tense. Yeah, I mean that's a very valuable advice. Given that all of us have to, you know, step into that domain of facing such uh, official interviews on an altogether different level. So yeah, that was great. Uh, moving on to the last question. Describe your dream client in three words. I think one of my dream, one of the main things would be understanding. Second one would be patient. I think it goes hand in hand with understanding. The third thing I would say that I look forward in a client is them being a little friendly. It just makes me feel a little better while working with them and working with them. So yeah. All right, that's great, and we hope you continue to have on board such kind of dream clients and have amazing experiences with them. Thank you. I hope so too. <laughs> so now we've come to the end of the podcast. I thank Mr. Rohan for taking out time from his busy schedule and guiding the young enthusiast on the field of consulting. It was indeed a pleasure to interact with you sir. For our listeners, do check out our Instagram handle and drop in some questions that you want to get answered and we will take them up in our further episodes. For now, thanks for listening. Stay home, stay safe. Bye. Thank you guys. Stay safe. Thank you so much. Thank It was so a pleasure much. talking to you. Same here.